Well, better late than never, everyone. And if you're listening to the podcast, then that makes no difference to you. I have never, right? Be like, like, don't get me wrong, yeah? Don't get me wrong. The system that we use has not let me down very often in the part. I don't even know. I've got audio and I'm live. Someone put a thumbs up, so that must be Andy. I don't even know what is going on with this system, right? But it wouldn't even show me on screen. That's why I'm late. To anyone that's watching, that's why I am late. But as they say, what is going on in my hair tonight? But as they say, better late than never, everyone. Welcome to the Skinny Jean Gardener Show. I hope you are all well, everyone. Tonight, we have the big RHS Hampton Court Garden Festival Review 2021. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Told you last week, didn't I? I said last week, going to the show on Monday, had such a great time. And I can't wait to tell you all about it tonight. You can call in as well and get involved. But before all that, I must say thank you very much to our sponsors, uh, works-uk.com, everyone, works-uk.com, for your garden and DIY needs. Need a battery tool? They are the people to go to. Everyone, these are the people that go to. We'll talk about them later on. Also, bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Look good and feel good while you're out in the garden. Talk about them later on too. And the school gun success plan. Oh, yeah. You know it's good. I know it's good. We'll talk about that later on in tonight's one and a half hour-ish special. But before all that, you're beaming Positivity and radiance. You look amazing, mate. <gasps> what just happened? Hey, mate. Or, right? I love singing, right? So I could be a singer. You could be a back and dancer. Band. Oh, my God. Oh, I know this. Oh, guys. Right. Oh, my God. Oh. Right, we're just going to have to go off script for a second. Absolutely idiot-proof. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Danny! Forget it. Get out of here. That was unexpected. Oh yeah. As if, as if we were going to get away tonight without talking about this. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. Good evening, Mr. Jackson. Good evening, Mr. Suggett. Good evening, Liz. Good evening, Liam. Let me know if you're back in the comments. Everyone seems to know the score. They've seen it all before. They just know. Yeah, so sure. That England's gonna throw it away. Gonna blow it away. But I know they can play. Cause I remember. Blue lights on the shirt. Jules and Mays. 
still. I don't actually know who Jules Romay is, but he must be good. Never stop me dreaming. So many jokes, so many sneers. But all those old Sonys wear you down through the years. But then Kane gets a questionable penalty. But don't worry about that, please. Because Bobby Venable for Norby dancing three lines on a shirt. Jules remains still cleaning. 30 years of hurt You never stop me dreaming It's Jules Romain, that is na, 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 na. We're gonna win the Euro thing What a day! What a week we're talking about RHS Hampton in a minute But first we gotta talk about this it's coming home, it's coming, football's coming home. It's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming. Football's coming. Liz is coming with an actual proper question, hang on Liz. It's coming home, it's coming, football's coming home. No one ever puts a question like that in quite so early, but okay Liz, hang on. It's coming, football's coming home. Me still, I don't do football, why not? Never stop me dreaming. Okay, everyone, welcome. <laughs> I had to start the show like that, huh? I had to start the show. Uh, talking about foot. Do you know what, Liz? I don't do footy, but when this thing, sort of things happens, we we're all football fans all of a sudden. Uh, welcome to the show tonight. Uh, I'm taking your calls. Oh seven four two three five seven four five two zero. Even though we're doing a Hampton Court review, I'd love to hear from you. It feels like a a while. Feels like a while since we did a um did an evening show, huh? Feels like a while, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. If you've got a question like Liz, you can also, in fact, I welcome your questions that Liz are putting. I've not even read it yet, Liz, but I welcome them. Welcome them to the show, everyone. Um, to Court Flower Festival this this week, obviously. Uh, I've heard a few of the reviews from the other podcasts. I'm sure I'll do something very similar um but we're going to go into a few of the gardens uh, a few of the other things that have been going uh, on there that i felt was good some stuff i felt was bad eight pound eight pound eight pound ninety right for a burger we'll talk about that later on uh <laughs> and so much more but i'd love to hear from you let me know how you've been getting on it is wet 
here in Essex. It is wet and wild out there. Sometimes it's sunny. Sometimes I'm too hot. Sometimes I've got my England shirt on. Other times I'm getting wet. There's, there's no, uh, there's no getting around it. Um, hey, let's kick things. Let's kick things off on an absolute uh, plus with Mr. Stuart Jackson tonight. Hello, Stu. Good evening, Lee. How are you? Oh, I can't hear you. Oh, sorry, Stu. I just turned down. Sorry. Hello, mate. <laughs> All right. How are you, mate? All right. I'm good, man. What's going on? Yeah, I see you look very smart at the show Monday. Yeah, I put a suit on there. Cool. I bet it was like going home again, wasn't it? Um, what? Going to a, an actual real gardening show. Oh, sorry. Not I a fake you meant, one. I thought you yeah. meant a suit. Yeah, man. I thought I was well excited. Yeah. Everyone was like, uh, not everyone, but people were like, oh, you're wearing a suit. Cause don't usually wear a suit to, to these press day things, but... I thought it's been like two years, so I feel like I should do like dress up for it a little bit. Yeah, it sort of looked like you were having fun as well. I was having fun, mate. I was indeed. Mm. It's very rare oh, for me, I feel sometimes. Well, it's the last 18 months, isn't it? You've you know, seen that garden of yours and your house and where you go for a walk in the mornings, and that's it, you know? That's it, mate. It's nice to see people. It's nice uh, to have see people mingling a little bit oh i just want to be normal again what about you i don't think you've yeah. ever been normal well thanks for that mate thanks yeah um <laughs> no i've never been normal no uh, oh, no I've, yeah it's just yeah it's gonna be one of them nights i can tell i wish i hadn't turned on eh? being insulted <laughs> already <laughs> uh, uh what's been happening man what's been going on with you Oh, it's just busy, busy, busy. Um, I say busy, busy, busy. We're two classes down. Um, so it's been a bit quiet, really. Yeah. You know, we're, what are we? Uh, 11 days away from freedom, and we got two classes isolated. Wow, that is, um, I mean, we've got three, all of school, we've got three classes at the moment. Oh, three classes it's just now. bonkers. Yeah, and I'm going away with the school next week for a whole week. Oh, with 32 kids at a time. Oh, where are you going? Can you imagine what that's going to be like? It's called Viney Hill, which is the Forest of Dean. Oh, cool. So they're like, they're going to their, like their residential. Yeah, rock climbing, abseiling, canoeing, oh, all I the good that. stuff. Yeah, we did. We got something similar around our way called Danbury Camp that I used to uh, used to go yeah. to. Yeah, it's yeah. I normally do three days. I've somehow been spammed to do five this year. So you know what my head teacher's like. She's she asks the question, and we all say yes, Miss. Do you sleep? Do you sleep in tents, or is it a? Uh... No, no. I, I will send you a picture of what I'm sleeping in when I get there. It's like a. Like a massive chicken hutch. <laughs> it is. The, kid, the kids are in tents, but we're in like these chicken hutch things. Um, oh. It's it's warm. It's dry. Um, so, and the food's good. And it's a lovely part of the country. Yeah, it's like a little holiday for you, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Just what I need one week for the end of term to come back, <laughs> back feeling absolutely. Yeah, that's the word. Um, yeah, 
Well, anyway, I rung in because you had a question. Somebody sent a question in. Well, I haven't read it yet. Just cut I've the wheat you... saying, oh, you're not ready. You've not read it. Oh, I'm come on. Out. Read right. the question quick. All right, so the question was from Liz. She says, uh, I don't like to use weed killers because it kills everything, but I want to lay yeah. membrane and wood chip for paths and don't know what to do about treating the weeds before putting the membrane down. Stuart Jackson. Don't bother, don't bother treating the weeds. Just cut them down as low as you can, cover them up with a membrane, put the, put the wood chip on, and forget about it. Forget, forget about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to worry about the weeds because the membrane sort of kills them off anyway, doesn't it? If you get should, a, yeah, a, should a, kill it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing I, saw, I thought about this the other day. Someone I can't remember who I saw doing it. Someone did it. Oh no, that's it. Oh, well, I've got a story for you, Stu. So last night, last night was the England game, yeah, and um, was it? Yeah, it was. And uh, just as it began, Olive started to cough like a lot and i thought oh here we go anyway turns out she had an allergic reaction to possibly avocado we don't really know so Ooh. i ended up yeah i know right so i ended up going while the england game just started driving to hospital um oh. obviously the missus only one person go in so i had to sit outside anyway so yeah. i sat outside the hospital and they've just had it recently landscaped and they put membrane down and then a load of bark over it. But already, weeds had started not coming through the membrane, but growing amongst the bark. Yeah, be careful what bark you use. Well, yeah, that. But also, like, it doesn't matter if you use bark or slate or whatever. Weeds yeah. somehow always manage to find and root amongst that. Yeah. You... Keep a... I, I... Yeah, just get just keep a hoe handy. That's all you gotta do. Sure. Um, but it's I think you buy the best membrane you can afford and buy the best bark you can afford. Yep. Um because yes. if I, I've had offers at school for bark, they've give it give me the wood chippings and mm -hmm. I've got uh, at the moment I've got two ton of wood chippings at the bottom of the field, and it's just mm -hmm. full of mushrooms or toadstools. Oh, so really? I've done a deal with the local builder. He's taken it, and he's going to build me a fire pit. Oh, win-win. So what's he going to do? It Put it on someone else's garden? No, he's got chickens. So he's uh, using it for the chicken runs. Yeah, so uh, it's a good, good, good little deal. Good you know deal, me, mate. I don't spend any money. No, so you're, uh, don't spend any money. You're thrifty, mate, that is for sure. Uh, getting your mm. local community to, to uh, chip in. So to speak. Mm. Yes, you've got to be done. Yeah. So uh, so are you back at the show this weekend? I am, mate. On the uh so anyway, so I went to the, obviously went to the show, yeah, and I saw what stages yeah. of, of them. this year. Are you yeah. are you coming to Mulvern? Hopefully. It's oh, my okay, wedding right. anniversary on the Sunday. That's it, as we all, all know. Anyway, right? Mm. The, the yeah. Year, you know the garden entertainment show you may have seen me do before? Yeah. This this year's one is I'm I like I know I'm blowing my own horn here. Amazing. Oh, you've upped the game, have you? Mm, I might try live streaming it somehow, but it is on another level. Anyway, so uh so yeah, I'm on, on Sunday, so I'm doing a a, a tour a, my Ooh. entertainment show at eleven, and then on at one PM I'm doing like an allotment 
uh, stage thing, which I'm just going to riff really and just chat about yeah, me. Is it? You got you got speed dial for that, have you? Say again. You got Sugar on speed dial for that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, I don't do Q and A. I don't do Q and A at the end. I just say go listen to Midgar podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, just it. I hope you've kept the chili in now. The chili game in. That unfortunately had to be removed due to health and safety reasons. Yeah, chicken. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, no, anyway, right. so is Oliver is Oliver okay though today? Uh, I don't know. I had to go and watch the, the the rest of the game, so I have no idea. I've not seen her since. But um, <laughs> yeah. like, she's, she's, it's intensive care. Yeah, you watch the football. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. No, in all seriousness, she's fine. Like she just yeah. uh, had a reaction. She came out and and she went back to school today, so she's she's okay. But um, scary times. Oh. But um, that was the idea. Was on the list, isn't it? Well, yeah, I've back. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. I was I was well scared, but um. Yeah, at the same time, the football game was on, so I was a little bit like, "Come on, you got radio in your car, aren't you?" Right. So this is even more. This is why I noticed the bark. Right. So yeah. Sam and Olive went into the hospital. I stood outside, had ten percent on my phone. Right. Oh. So, um, so I watched the game a little bit on my phone. Phone obviously died, so I text Sam and said, "Oh, um." I'm going to I'm going to wait here by the garden. Uh, my phone's about to die. Watch the rest of the game up until before just before they scored another one. It's a very football centric, and uh, and then I had to sit there. I couldn't go into my car because I told Sam that I'd sat there, so I had to sit there oh. waiting for a nightmare. Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, oh. There we go. Uh, anyway, the main main part of that story, everybody, is Olive is. Fine. Good. Good. Just don't buy <laughs> avocado, mate. Just don't buy avocado. That's it. Stay away from avocado. No, she likes strawberries. That's okay. Um kiwi fruit's another one. Yeah, um, but she's really bad with pineapple as well. So I don't know why anyone can say that, but pineapple is um well, well, you can't grow that in your green eggs anyway, so you're right. Yeah, mate, anything you can't grow in in the UK um is uh, not great for Olive. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, then. what was your highlight of the show what was your highlight your main thing right my highlight was a garden i'm going to show it later on but it was it had a uh, denim jeans on it right which Ooh, i thought was yeah. quite cool like a, a denim jean um i don't know what you'd call it like a pergola thing like shaded thing yeah uh, it was it was basically all about um upcycling recycling so instead of gravel it had buttons, like old buttons, plastic buttons that had been used, which was quite Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, um, like no, some really good ideas there. And there was also some um seating that was like packed with denim. I'll be honest with you, like I like the idea of like packing it with denim, but I think over time when that gets wet and damp, it's not gonna Ooh. look as fancy. And it won't smell that good either. It was yeah, it smelled pretty awful, but it looked good for that. Yeah. Anyway, nice idea. Um, but I tell you one thing, right? And and I don't know if I mentioned this in previous shows before, but um, I'm I'm doing something to my garden, and it's going to be a lot more wildflowers and like letting things grow a little bit, weeds and stuff like that. Shouldn't be too difficult. And um, and but that 
But that was the ma- a big theme, like a big theme of uh, Hampton Court this year was just sort of and, letting things go wild. And that's what you've been promoting for the last 18 months, wild flower beds. So true, isn't it? Huh? Like, that's all I've been talking about. You've set a trend. Maybe I have, but maybe, maybe I'm sure the whole of Hampton Court listened to my podcast and that's why they, they did it. But it's, it was so weird. Like, all not all of them, we'll have a look later, but a lot of mm. the garden, very similar planting, as if that was like a bit of a, a theme. Yeah. I, I think wildflowers are becoming more, I don't know, more trendy. You know, I had a parent give us four pound of wildflower seeds. That's an awful lot of wildflower seeds. Oh, yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and I looked on how much they were, and I thought, why? Why would you give them away? Why didn't you plant them where you live? But I don't know. I didn't turn them away. I didn't turn them away. We sown half of them, um, and then we'll sow another half in the autumn. Yeah, perfect. So, but, um it's lovely round here because they've not cut the verges and stuff. You've, it is beautiful. Well, yeah, I saw. I mean, we I talked about. I don't know if I talked about it last week or the week before, but we we talked uh, about um, how they're not cutting the verges at the moment. I think it's quite a nice. Like a few people were moaning about it around my way, but I think it's a really nice idea. I think they got to compromise though, because you know, as a driver, I don't obviously do loads of miles every day. Mm. Um, you just want the edges done and then leave the rest. Just when you come to a junction, just do the corners and leave the rest. Yeah, if it's a straight you. road, why cut it? Yeah, no, it makes no sense, does it? It's um yeah, it's like I think they should be like wild a bit more wildflower. At the moment, ours mm. are just like a long grass, which is nice, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But um, they need to probably put some flowers and bits in there. Yeah. No, it wouldn't take very much. Once you've done it. It will south seed every year or every other year, or you know, and it's. I just think it would just make everybody smile a bit more. Yeah. Um, Someone sent me a picture once of some somewhere which had just all, all their verges were like wildflowers. I can't remember where. I don't know if it was in this country or somewhere else, but someone's done it before. Yeah, it, I think it needs to be done. I think uh, we we all talk about helping the bees, helping the pollinators. That will help. Giving them more, you know, yeah, you lose a few to cars, but sure. But I don't know if you've, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed there, there seems to be more bees about. Yeah, definitely. There is definitely more bees about. Um, well, there, there are at school. Hmm. Um, but I, that's that's another thing I'm going to try to do this winter is get somebody to put a beehive down at the bottom of the field. Oh really? That'd be cool. You know, yeah, might... not for us to do it, but us to watch because the risk assessment would be horrendous. Yeah, I bet. Um, <laughs> but the guy that lives house behind the school has got three beehives anyway, so it'd be oh, wow. lovely if he could bring it over, show the kids how to set it up, and you know, I could, that's another forest school lesson. I could be amazed. That would be amazing. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. I like the idea of that. Wow, yeah, your school's um... going to be amazing, mate. By the time I come and uh, see you in September. Well, we've got, oh, you know, we've got to sell you a winter veg pack as well. And, you know. <laughs> oh, ready to go, anyway. <laughs> oh, I just can't, I can't wait to get going there because obviously two weeks left to term or two weeks, one day left to term. I just can't wait for September to come and to start with a new class and crack on. 
because we've got so many ideas for the little ones that are coming in this year, making our play area a lot bigger, doing gardening every day, not once a week, once a fortnight. Yeah. Um, so reception, it will start in reception and then hopefully it'll go all the way through the school and it'll just be part yeah. of your, their day. Yeah, so you good. know, it's great me doing it twice a week, but as you know, you can't leave it twice a week. It's still got to be watered. It's still got to be weeded. It's still, you know, so it's getting the children willing to do it at lunch times. But if you're doing it every day with a class, then you haven't got to give up a lunchtime or playtime. Mm-hmm. You know, when all their mates are playing football or cricket or whatever, they don't feel that they have to go and do it. Yeah, exactly. I, w- I want them to to do it because they want to do it, not because they have to do it. Yeah, I mean, so, they will. If it's part of their, it's a part of the, the day, then they're going to want to do it, isn't they? It's just part of normal yeah. life. Um, yeah. one, thing they, one thing they had that at um, Hampton, which I think you'd really like, Stu, was um, loads of schools did um, bug hotels, but like really like fancy. I wonder if I can find one on my phone. I think I've got a picture in on. Like really fancy bug hotels. Yeah, I think that's... you got a bug hotel at your school? Yeah, we have. We've got two. Two big ones and then two or three little ones. Let me show you this one, right? Can you see that? I don't know if you can see that. Oh, oh, yeah, the phone box one, yeah. Yeah, a telephone box with bug hotel stuff in. I thought that was a brilliant idea. That is a cracking idea. We've got a whole spaceship. Huh? We've got an old spaceship that we had on one of the show gardens. Yeah. And we're turning our boat from Brunel into a bug hotel as well. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, wicked, man. You know, this, Otherwise, yeah. it'd end up in the skip. What? You what? If we don't use it, it'd end up in the skip. So we might as well wow. use it and turn it into a bug hotel. Well, exactly. Like, a, yeah. It just makes a lot of sense. It's good to reuse, reuse, mm. reuse stuff, man. It's good to reuse stuff, man. Um, do you think you ever do a show garden again? I hope to, yeah. yeah. I hope to get this bloody thing out of our way and then we can move forward. At the moment, I can't even plan like September's planning because yeah. I don't know where, how, how the classes are going to work. So until we get the directive from the government, we don't really know what September offers. They know they're closing the bubble, stopping the bubbles, yeah. but they haven't actually, that's not, they've announced the bubbles are shut in. But yeah. we won't get the paperwork probably till halfway through the summer holidays mm, to, well. to how it's going to work. Because um, it's okay in secondary schools because the kids are old enough to test themselves. Right, okay. Um, but in, in primary schools, can you see a six-year-old testing herself or remembering who they come in contact with yesterday? Yeah, it seems quite unlikely. See what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but we get that. And, and I've, got, I've got through the last 18 months so I can get through the next three or four years. I don't care how long it takes, but we will not stop doing what we're doing. That's it, mate. That's what matters. That's what matters, dude. Yeah. Anyway, I better let you go on the show. Yeah, man. I've, yeah, I've almost forgot we were doing a show. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, That's all right, mate. Take care. Well, I do. Bye-bye. Ah, oh, fantastic to hear from Mr. Jackson tonight, everybody. Ah, oh, I, I honestly forgot, almost forgot we were doing a show tonight. <laughs> You can call in on 07423574520, everyone.
Now, I must say, big up to uh, one of our sponsors of the show, works-uk.com. Every week I'm on here drumming the drum of works. They don't they don't do drums, I should mention that. Um, but uh, honestly, I don't know what I'd be... I'd actually, this week's been one of those weeks where I went to Hampton Court, had a lovely time, right? Didn't have to worry. Here we go. Didn't have to worry when I um when I came back to the garden because my works landroid had done all the grass cutting for me. That's right. Usually I'd have to come back and uh, the grass would be long after a weekend away and uh, a Monday at a, a press day, and I'd come back on the Tuesday and think oh, I've got to cut the lawn. No, everybody, no. Because Landroid has done the work for me. Robotic lawnmowers um, are taking over the world. Not literally. That would be quite scary. Uh, but robotic lawnmowers, I can't um, I can't promote them enough, if I'm honest with you. Because I, I, I used to – I do still enjoy cutting the lawn. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I do enjoy cutting the lawn. But especially in the summer – and now as well, when I'm away a lot, or away a lot more, should I say, uh, just having that sitting there doing the work for me, knowing that I'm, I've not got to come back and do that. I can just pot around amongst the flower beds or amongst my vegetables. Just makes it so easy. And then to go and do the edges with just a three minutes, it's that easy. My lawn takes me three minutes to cut with the help of a Landroid and a battery-powered strimmer. That's all from works-uk.com. Go check them out. They also do some awesome DIY tools as well. Great garden tools, great DIY tools to help you out and make your life easier. Let's have a look at the comments because we've got loads of comments while we chat to, to uh, Stu there. Thanks for calling in, Stu, by the way. 0742-357-4520. If you want to click the link in the comments, then please do and call in tonight. We're talking about Hampton Court Garden Festival. I called it Flower Festival for, for quite a while. It's a, it's a, when I say it's a festival, it means they've got a load of bunting, basically. load of bunting. Someone's got a job lot of bunting. Call it a festival. Let them have it. Let them have it. Uh, let's see what everyone's saying in the comments. Liz, I hope we answered your question. Um, I struggle with bindweed and reeds poking through the membrane. I've already put down. I think probably um, bindweed is one of those nightmare uh, weeds that get everywhere. I've got. I've, I'll be honest with you. My lawn may be cut, <laughs> but my beds, especially around some of um, especially around the trampoline, a lot of bindweed, a lot of bindweed. I've had a mate over tonight and called me out to the garden and was like, Dad, can you just sort this green stuff? It was bindweed all over the trampoline. It gets everywhere. Um, a thicker membrane, but bindweed is, is one of those ones that can a little bit. Uh, poke out and get through it's just keeping on top of it it's a, it's a difficult one it's a difficult one let's see what people are saying in the comments though uh, tonight evening uh, to Liam uh, success why what happened with the football it's coming home 
Uh, Lee's coming home for showing Nate about 18 months. <laughs> he sponsored the first World Cup. What? What's everyone saying in these comments? There we go. Liam says, so, mate, Jensen is kicking off tonight. Got to go. Oh, don't worry about it, Liam. We'll speak to you soon. Beddoes is in the house. Good evening, Beddoes. Uh, Mulvern, Mr. Suggs, is the 23rd of September, around that time. Uh, I think I'm on the 24th and 25th over the weekend. I'm excited about that. Another good show, Mulvern. Uh, he also says, I've heard it haven't been cut, but the general public is constantly complaining. <laughs> the general public? Well, people, some people love it, some people won't, but it is definitely doing our planet um, some good. Having our verge is not cut, I think. I know it looks a little bit scruffy, but it is good in in some senses. Um, talking of scruffy, here he is. Football's coming on. <laughs> here, we go, mate. here we go. Hello, mate. You right? Yeah, not too bad yourself. Yeah, it's Dan, everyone, for everyone uh, listening at home. Uh, what's going you on? Yeah, me, you join me from my allotment shed, so it's a shed to shed. Wow, check you out, mate. Check you out. <laughs> Your gas you the, gas behind you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the old cooker. Oh, okay. Yeah, it all looks very safe in there, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, man? Yeah, not to nothing much. I just thought I'd call in to see how you are and see it's good to see you back. Yeah, I've. Do you know what I've? I've just um, with the show. I'm sometimes doing a daytime show, sometimes doing a nighttime show. I'm just working, especially over the six weeks holiday. I mean, you know. Uh, the juggle that is the six weeks holiday, but um, yeah, it's a bloody nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. So uh, yeah, I'm just sort of uh, mixing it up a little bit, but we've got some nighttime shows for the next couple of weeks. So um, so yeah, it's nice to be back, mate. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. Good to see you again. Yeah, but I, I'm going to be doing. Um, I'm going to. I don't know if you've ever visited it, but it's Bournemouth Park Gardens. Oh yeah, I've been invited up to Bournemouth Gardens, so I'm going to go down there on the 26th and have a look around the big park area and gardens. And that's how I finally get to go somewhere, even though it's not out of this country, but I still get to go somewhere. <laughs> it's it, mate. It's, it really makes, it'll make a big difference, man. It'll be, I've never been to that gardens before. It's, it's not too far off the pier, apparently. So we're going to make a bit of a holiday of it and, we're going to make a little bit of a holiday of it and go and have a look at the gardens. So apparently uh, got them. I'm looking up because I'm trying to think. Hang on, wait there, Dan. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. Bournemouth. What's it called? Bournemouth Park Gardens. Right, wait there. Hang on. Bournemouth Park Gardens. Because I've got a feeling that I walked... I've got a f yeah. I've I've been there. Me saying I've not been there. I have been there. Oh, apparently it's meant to be really nice, and I thought it'd make a good vlog for the channel and stuff like that. Mate, so... you have time. I was only I was in Bournemouth for like one night. Yeah, I went. I went. Yeah. Um, we were. We must have been going somewhere else, but we stopped off in Bournemouth, and uh, we went for a walk. And walked through them gardens, and that they was incredible. It's going to be really, it's going to be really quite nice actually to go down and just have a look around, and also somewhere different, isn't it? Yeah, you're in for a treat, mate. And you're going to do a vlog. 
Uh, yeah, there's going to be a vlog out on the channel as well. And I'm going to try and start doing live streams as well. I tried one the other week. It turned out pretty well. <laughs> wait, are you wait, Tell me when you're going to do another one, wouldn't you? Because um, I'll watch it. Yeah, well, you can give me hints and tips. I don't need, mate. You're, you're. I bet you're well good doing the old lives. <laughs> uh, I see on the comment before that um, that there was a, they were saying about uh, membrane and bark on paths and things like that. Yes, this is what I have got actually running all the way down my paths here. Oh, you've got exactly. You've got bark. You've got. We got membrane under it. Yeah, there's black membrane. Just try and get you in the camera. But uh -huh. there's actually black, black membrane, and I don't have no trouble at all from, I don't have no trouble at all from any form of weeds on the allotment, uh, on the bark paths at all, um, and it's all free, it's all free bark as well. It comes from the local tree surgeons. It seems to do quite well if you're at the allotment and you just move over it a little bit. Do you, yeah. Do you ever get any weeds coming up between the membrane and the bark, like not underneath? Well, very little. Oh, Very well, little. That really surprised me because I mean, you'd think on like a lot when you're like digging over, you'd think that soil would get amongst it and then weeds would start. But that's cool, man. But when you do lift the um, the membrane up, you do get some um, you do get some bindweed. Obviously, where the bindweed's gone underneath the uh, weed membrane, but apart from that, it's no problem at all. Yeah, like bindweed, man. It's just it just gets everywhere. It's a bloody nightmare with the weather we've having this year. It's we just seem to be fighting weeds constantly this year. It comes buying weed comes out of nowhere. I, I just told I don't know if you caught me talking about around Dollar's trampoline. I it got it's gone mental around there, right? Yeah. Sure, I looked at it the other day and it was fine. Or there might have been a little bit, and I thought that would be okay. But now it's like a fight. It's a bit like I did use this reference, but it doesn't work with a, a six-year-old's. It was like Jumanji. Remember when uh, the <laughs> police car? It was a little bit yeah. like that. It's it's an absolute absolute nightmare. Bindweed. It's one of them problems at the moment. Um, this year we've actually got mare's tail on the allotment, which is the first time we've had it at the allotment for a very very long time. Apparently, it was here about twenty years ago, but this year there's a few plots that's actually got mare's tail on it. How's it, how's so. it just sudden come back? Absolutely no idea at all, but um, I've been looking online for a few ways of actually getting rid of getting rid of the mare's tail, but at the moment, unsuccessful. No, uh, not so good, my friend. Not so good. I, I've been catching some of your your vlogs from the allotment. I've been enjoying them, man. Yeah, it's, it's slowed down for a few because of my daughter. She was at school and she went to go to isolation for ten days. She went back for a week and then she had to isolate for another 10 days because another student had gone sick. Mm -hmm. So at the moment, it just seems like it's can't wait until the summer holidays and you can actually plan to do something because she's bored as anything. Yeah, I can imagine. It's, a, it's, um, it's not ideal, is it? No, it's a bit of a pain in the bum, but hopefully <laughs> we'll be coming out of this on the 19th of, was it 19th of July? Sure. We'll never be able to. We'll never have to talk about it after them. <laughs> I wish, but somehow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How's things growing down on the plot, Dan? What's what's happening? Yeah, it's not going. 
it's been quite a good season. It was a very slow season with a lot of cold weather we had, but it started to pick up. The runner beans this year, I've just completely given up with. For some yeah. reason, the bindweeds love the um, love the cane section I've done, and it's, I've just given up on runner beans. And I'm thinking more this year of vegetables you can go to the supermarket and buy even cheaper. So the the things that I'm planting out of the allotment this year is uh, more expensive for sort of things like massive uh, pumpkins I'm hopefully going to be growing this year and just bits and pieces like that, more expensive veg, what you can't get of the allotment, uh, the supermarket. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why sometimes I don't understand why people grow like potatoes. Uh, potatoes, yes. From the from the super, supermarket, you don't know how old they are, and they can go off pretty quick. Where if you store potatoes from an allotment properly, you can you can store them anything up to about a year. You can just leave them in the ground to go along and pick them. But it's like the onions; you can go into town and you can buy a whole bag of onions for about a pound a pound now, far cheaper than what it is to grow. Yeah, and also this, I feel like there's certain vegetables which taste amazing from the allotment, but yeah. there's also certain vegetables that if you buy them from the supermarket or you grow them in the allotment, they, there's not a massive difference in taste. No, tomatoes definitely grow them 100%. You can taste the difference, but things like onions, you can't you can't taste the difference. It's, there's, I don't think there's any difference from shop-brought onion and a homegrown onion. Mm. And if there is, it's very subtle. It's very little. <laughs> <laughs> it's very little. Well, that's coming from me. I'm not really an onion fan, man. <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> but yeah, it just seems like it's good to see you back on the streams and hopefully be able to catch a few more of your doing live streams. Yeah, man. Message me and let me know when you're going live and so I can watch some of yours, dude. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So nice. it's been good, good catching up for you. I'm going to crack on. Crack on with some work. Get on with some work, mate. That's it. Good to see <laughs> you guys. See you later, dude. Bye-bye. See you later, mate. Oh, the brilliant Dan there, everybody. Uh, great to hear from him. Uh, Liz says, um, our potatoes we've grown are so much better tasting than shop bought. Yeah, right. I should probably cover that, yeah, Liz. So, what I'm, when I, especially with potatoes, this is what I'm trying to say. If you've got an allotment, great. You've got a bit of space. What? For me, like, I've not got loads of space to grow, and using the stat space for potatoes probably doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I mean, everything tastes a bit better, but I don't know about potatoes. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. Maybe just because I'm not a potato fan. I don't know. Um, I don't know. My thoughts on potatoes. Potatoes are great for the clay soil, says Stuart. Okay. Um, potato chat, peeps. Hey, if you really love vegetables, yeah. This year at Hampton Court uh, Garden Festival, not Flower Festival, Garden Festival, um, has to be the best year if you're a vegetable allotment lover. Not only have they got their own allotment stage this year. What do you like growing? Nothing, Liz. With... <laughs> uh, not only have they got their own... Oh, I'll come to you. Um, not only have they got their own allotment area this year, they've got an, an, a no-dig, right? No-dig garden 
what they call it, like a demo area, like a no dig garden demo area by Charles Dowden and Stephanie Hafty, former guest of the show, Stephanie Hafty. Um, an awesome garden to start with. Like I was so impressed by it, by the fact that they'd one grown these massive vegetables and managed to transfer them to a show garden. Two, hopefully when I turn up on Sunday, look exactly the same. Exactly the same. I'll let you know. But really great if you're uh, an allotment. Crikey. Hello, mate. Hello, Hello mate. Crikey, so much feedback on your thing, man. Is that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Is that any better? I don't know. It's like a, you've got a buzzing noise. I keep hearing it on this, and I can't figure out where it's coming from. Anyway, you're right. Yeah, good yourself. Yeah, man. Liz just asked, "What do I like growing?" Liz, I like growing uh, tomatoes, um, chilies, peppers, cucumbers, uh, pumpkins. When I um, when I know which ones I'm growing, I've had some issues with pumpkins before. Um, what else have I got this year to grow? That's about it. Oh, carrots and and some lettuce as well. Good choices, good choices. I was just covering a question that came in a minute ago. Yeah, um, I thought that was interesting, actually, what you were saying about not growing potatoes. Oh, that's why you've called in the potato chat. Well, I, I, that was just the, the, the thing that sparked me off. I, there's probably a lot more I could discuss with you, to be honest. <laughs> Hit me. Not so, potatoes, main crop potatoes, yeah, they are cheap as chips, pun intended. Um, <laughs> so there probably isn't any point in buying those but if you go for the new potatoes in um like uh international kidney for example which are very expensive to buy and taste delicious when they're literally just out of the soil and straight into the pan mm -hmm. in a matter of minutes mm -hmm. they are worth growing i think there we go richard suck everyone um, right, let's crack. <laughs> um, you yeah, hate it when I'm right, like, don't you? You knew what I was talking about. You knew I was not talking about those sorts of potatoes. No, I, I do. I mean, it, even then, if it's a case of working out what space you've got and what you want to grow. I mean, there's no right or wrong thing to grow. It's what anybody wants to grow, really. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I just think out of all of them, potatoes probably take up the most room yeah that said i have grown i grew some potatoes last year in a bin so maybe not loads of them but um yeah allotment wise you're good to go though it depends on the size of your allotment that's as well to be fair but um even then you can put them in buckets and move them around so yeah yeah. But that, I mean, that's just one one particular crop. There's so many other things that could be growing, or could be grown instead. So, like mm. I say, swings and roundabouts depends what you want to grow. Liz says my aunt grows potatoes in bags for life. That's not a bad idea, actually, is it? <laughs> yeah, I I used to use those um, sort of plastic grow bags that you could buy, or plastic potato bags to grow potatoes in. But I found. After three, four years, they started to deteriorate, so I've um, given up with them. Yeah, they do. They just fall to pieces, don't they? Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not a fan of him. Uh, um, uh, hey, man. Um, oh, crikey, Anon. I'm sure there was some... Actually, there was no potatoes. I saw, saw no potatoes at Hampton Court, but you would have loved the uh, the allotment area. I know. I know. I'm really kicking myself for not sorting it out sooner and getting up there for um, either press day or one of the other days. So, um, yeah. I've seen all the pictures. I've seen people talking about it. I've heard it on other podcasts. Mm. And I'm really annoyed at myself that being said i probably couldn't have got the time off work anyway so um yeah if they hopefully like that area like carries on for next year because i think it's a really like you should be talking there man yeah but i'll probably upset somebody with my viewpoint so um they probably don't want me for that reason <laughs> i mean i did go to it was the one podcast where i went to on show and slated it afterwards didn't i although it stayed it was a seed swap Oh, the seeds swap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, although I still feel I was right to slate it because uh, if I go to these sort of events, I feel there's a responsibility as a podcaster. And I don't know if you feel the same. If you're recommending a product or going to an event and you're recommending to your audience to spend the money on it, yeah. and I feel there's a certain responsibility that comes with that. Yeah, sure, man. Right. You, you, you're right. Uh that seed swap. Yeah, you are right. You're 100% spent right. Uh, let me tell you something, right? Now, I think I've, I've uh, slated uh, shows before. Probably not mm-hmm. Hampton Court because I, I do think um, it's worth it um, because it gives something new. But this year's Hampton Court, maybe, I don't know, how much did you... I listened to our podcast last week. Did you say it was like 47 quid for Sunday? Yeah, it was 40-something for the Sunday. Sorry, but twenty-eight on a Saturday. Yeah, it was it was something like fifteen quid difference between the two. Quite a jump for twenty-eight quid, right? It's a nice little day out at Hampton Court. Yeah, yeah, um, but it, but it's not just a twenty-eight quid to get in, is it? There's, I mean, it'd be me, the wife, so that makes it nearly sixty quid to get in on tickets. Mm-hmm. There's the parking, which I think I read was ten pounds there. Yeah, I think it might be, yeah. So that's 70 quid before you've even got in the show. Yeah, but for an RHS show, right, you get all those gardens. Like I've got yeah. so many different... I mean, we haven't even talked about them yet tonight. I don't know if we even have time. Well, all the gardens you get inspiration from, All there's so many talks stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. I, I weren't paying £8.90 for a burger. Um, that's mental. Um, Five I did, guys charge the same. These, I promise you now, these were not <laughs> five guys. <laughs> <laughs> if it was five guys, I'd be like, sure, great. Um, but I've always like, I, you know, I'm always one to try and find a negative in something. If it was a positivity bell, still here. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it, man. Maybe also it's my first show in like. 18 two years months or whatever um so it felt really nice to be back once again yeah i mean i, I went to as you know gardener's world and i can't remember how much the tickets were for that they're probably a little bit cheaper but a similar sort of price and i always feel and this is where 
I've always tried to drum across the point here is that when you're paying for tickets, you're actually paying for the talks and the to go see the gardens. Yeah. The, I feel sometimes the um, the amount of uh, sellers selling stuff yeah. it sort of overshrouds everything else going on. But what you're actually paying the money for is for the talks and for the show gardens. Mm. Yeah, I'm with I'm with you. Um, yeah, that's what Hampton had this year. Like for you, mate. Like the allotment stage, you could just sat at the allotment stage and just listened all day. Yeah, I probably would have done. I mean, I've done that many times before at these shows because it's what I'm interested in, and I'm more than happy to talk about that sort of thing or sit and listen. Yeah, what was really, what was really nice was um, so they had the allotment stage there. They had the no dig garden as well, which is. That was like a feature garden. It was massive yeah. in my garden, which was really well done. Um, but all the all the smaller allotment gardens there, they were really small. Like how do I how big would I say they are? I don't know, like a I don't know, like a three meter by three meter bed. They weren't massive. Yeah. And um, basically it was all quite a lot of the allotment sites around that area um, had brought, had like done a little display. Hmm. Awesome, awesome. I mean, I've seen, like I said, I've seen a lot of pictures from there, and a lot of the the actual vegetable gardens, the allotments, they look awesome. It's great to actually see vegetable gardens being represented in a artistic element. Hmm. Yeah. One one of them, which you'd have really liked, and this is one of my favourite ones. There, it was split into four pe- four bits, right? Now, hang on. Now, can I remember what, how it was split up? One was like a, a weedy allotment. So right. a lot of wildlife areas and, and bits growing between twigs and wildlife. One was like quite a smart allotment, like neat lines and all of that. Another was like a, an, another wildlife-friendly one. And another one was an allotment that had been like made to to like chill out in, I think. Nice. Not the exact description that the lady gave me. I'll be honest with you. But it's very close. Anyway, it just showed four different allotments on their on that their yeah. site. And it gave like yeah. an overview basically. It was quite nice. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I've not I don't think I've seen the pictures for that one. So um oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. yeah. Did you take pictures of it? No, I didn't know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I didn't but I didn't because I was never gonna use those pictures, but I can now see that I probably could have shown you them. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I mean, I'm gutted I've missed out on that. I really am. So it's my own fault. Next year, man. If I really hope they keep this, this allotment thing up because I, I, I'm, I'm dead sure that unless I somehow just missed it totally, years past, I don't feel like allotment has even been referenced that these shows really apart from like, a talk maybe um a couple of years ago the last gardeners world in birmingham yeah they did have an allotment stage yeah, yeah maybe there they did um oh, i don't feel like they've really referenced it much well they had a whole stage dedicated to it so no this is um gardeners world I don't care about gardeners well man <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah of course sorry yeah I've re- i just realized why <laughs> <laughs> i care about them I thought my hands <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah if they carry it on next year mate 
um, you need to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try and go next year for definite when I, I think things are going to be a little bit more settled and we can guarantee we can go. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like I was, I'll be honest with you, I was a bit nervous about going, mm-hmm. but everything felt quite normal in there. Right. Maybe maybe that was a bit... I don't know if that was... Like, we all had to do a COVID test before we went there. Yeah. Uh, they were very strict on letting you in. Like, I'm not... I don't actually know yet if I'm going to get in on Sunday because they're really strict. Like, my, I don't know if I've got a pass yet on Sunday, but I'm meant to be doing a talk, so I'm going to try and get in somehow. But they're really strict on the COVID thing. But once you get in there, I'll be honest with you, like, social distancing. Just, uh, there was no social distancing. Mm, bit like a football match. It, no, they would. No, in that football match, they were definitely social distancing. I saw them. All <laughs> <laughs> sixty-seven thousand of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like it, it was very like people were moaning that they had to do a COVID test before they they went. But <laughs> at least it made sure. Oh, uh, at least it made sure of, um, that everyone was on the same par. I suppose I don't know. I, yeah, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, yeah I think you know that's just being safe, isn't it? It's COVID still a scare for many people, and if that's a step that makes sure this event can go ahead, what, what can you complain about? Yeah. You know? yeah, and it doesn't take long to do a test, really. Uh, no. I've done enough of them. I hate doing them, but I've done them. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's got to be done. It's got to be done in it for us to try and get back to some sort of normality. But it's nice, man. It just felt really quite normal in there. Mm. People mm. enjoying themselves, which is good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I found the garden as well. It was good to see people enjoying themselves and trying to forget about COVID, but still aware it's there. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. Yeah. Um, but there you go, dude. Um, nice to see you. How are things for you? Anyway, you all right? Yeah, can't complain. Um, knackered knackered yeah. working too hard as always but uh yeah um i was gonna say a couple of things and i'm trying to remember what they were now oh mm. dan going down to bournemouth yeah oh yeah 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 i don't know if you when you went there you saw the avery which is I on did. the eastern bank that's worth a look at um yeah when dan mentioned it i thought i'd never been there and then he mentioned it was near the pier and i was like oh i mm. have been there I stayed, I'll tell you what, I stayed in a, a travel lodge there. Um, yeah. Not a great one. Not a great one. <laughs> uh, just a little, yeah. uh, little uh, shout out to them. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I'm in Bournemouth tomorrow and I just, I always think like the town itself is a bit run down, a bit sort of seasidey. And then you get this beautiful park running right through the centre. Yeah, we stumbled upon it. I was like, oh, this is nice. Mm. And it always looks best when the sun's out. Well, so so um, so do we all. <laughs> well, I don't. But uh, well, I don't know. But are you growing? Are you growing a beard? Um, yeah, I think I said last time. I'm waiting for it to annoy the wife, and she's not getting annoyed with it. Mm, this is a this is a dangerous path to go down, my friend. She is. I know. Not... I know because I'm getting more annoyed with it. Yep, and it'll be uh, like Gandalf in no time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But she's not getting annoyed with it, so I don't know what to do. Just, uh, yeah, just keep it going, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, other thing, you were talking about Wildflower Verges earlier. Yeah, ma'am. 
Yeah, they haven't cut them around our area for, well, this year. I think there's pretty much all the local councils, be it Littlehampton, Worthing, Brighton, West Sussex, etc., etc., have decided not, unless they're um, close to like a roundabout or something, and they're just trimming off at the edge so it's a health and safety issue. But as a general rule, they're not trimming down or cutting these grass verges and letting them all go wild. It looks absolutely stunning. I've got to say, a lot of oxide daisies popping their head out, a lot of little poppies and stuff. Yeah. But there's a lot of people complaining about it. Mm. Complaining it looks messy and what they pay in the council tax for, etc., etc. Mm. And I, I worry about that. I worry if the message is not getting across to everyone. It's really interesting. I was writing, I've, so I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing a talk on Sunday, and I, I, get, I wrote it today. And um, part of it said, "Why?" One of the questions I gave myself was, "Why is wildlife important for children?" And the answer to that was, um, "How do I answer it?" I said that we have a generation at the moment that think that plastic plants and plastic grass is an okay thing to do. Uh -huh. And I think that teaching children about wildlife and the importance of that will bring up a generation that understands that more. Yeah. Um, I think it's maybe just a generational thing, man. Like we all, like, there's a lot of people. Uh, we like we're quite lucky on this show and as gardeners to understand all of that. But there's like a lot of people that just think that you know really neat cut lawns and just no plants or nothing just um just slate the lot or just pave the lot or just grass um no, plastic grass it is fine to do because it looks nice you don't have to worry about it it's done without even mm. thinking about wildlife mm. I, <clears throat> I think in many of these cases a convenience for a lot of people as well you know yeah, it's just a total misunderstanding it's just a total not even thinking about it yeah, I mean, one of the complaints I was reading earlier about these wildflower or these verges left to grow wild is that drug dealers can leave their drugs in there. And I'm just like, no, they're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love this show because I never know where we're going to go. <laughs> yeah, it just amazes me how, how disconnected the general public are. I'm using that as a, a loose term, but for the discussion of this how disconnected the general public are with wildlife and nature and what actually goes on. Man is not this this entity in this world that can rule it and tell it what to do. Yeah, it's so true. I said something. I mean, I might have said it on a live stream once. Recently, I was like, oh, you know, wild, they, wildlife, they were here before us, right? And as soon <laughs> as I said that, I walked out into my garden, I looked at it and I thought, Look what we've like we've done to this this world. Like we've built houses. Like before my house was built here, it was all fields. And then all of a sudden, like we've put all these fences up and we've done all this stuff. Mm -hmm. We've made a little like we left a little woodland at the end for the wildlife. That's your bit. But this used to be all this. Yeah. We just don't care. It's like ours now, so we can do one. Like I, I just um I'd never thought about it in that way before, and now I look at uh, look at everything so differently. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The same as my house in the nineteen thirties. This was a meadow. Mm. Uh, before 
the meadow took over, it was basically scrubland, woods, trees. Yeah, it's amazing. It? Oh, yeah. there's an area, there's a area around our way that um, that I can remember playing on as a boy, right? <laughs> All houses now. In fact, my in fact, the first house that I rented was on that bit of land that yeah. I used to play on. And I walk yeah. through there with all of them like this. All used to I sound like an old boy. <laughs> all these new fields, all fields in back in my day, all fields. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's crazy, huh? Yeah, no, I can think of a, an area where I grew up in that was like a. It wasn't a field. It was more like a green area. A little, wouldn't even call it a park. It was just a grass area, and they built on it. And they decided to call this little row of houses strawberry fields to make out like it was a strawberry field before <laughs> what yeah yeah the, the developers thought if it made out to be a strawberry field it'd be more sellable probably worked probably did work but <laughs> it's lying <laughs> oh dear mate it's crazy times up anyway i think um like from especially from Hampton Court this year, like I did, I think I don't know if I spoke to you on the phone, but um, I, I will have we will have a look at some of the show gardens in the show tonight. But a lot of the show gardens were great for ideas, but the planting was real similar, like mm. like almost like if you you smashed all of those gardens together into one massive thing, you wouldn't be able to see the see the where one starts and one ends. Right, um, which maybe that's the maybe that's a new theme, like a theme, like the year's theme. I don't know, like a fashion, uh, a good thing, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I think like in America, they don't really have fences in between people's properties, do they? It's no. very open planned, hmm. and I wonder if that's the look that they're going for from what you're describing. No, no, no what I'm saying, what I'm saying is. They were, they were obviously split up gardens, mm-hmm. but if you you put them all together, yeah, the plot you wouldn't notice there were different gardens. Right. What I'm saying is the theme was very definite amongst all of the gardens. You mean a bit samey? Samey is probably the words, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing because obviously I quite enjoyed it because. It's very much a look that I'm going for with my garden mm-hmm. in the future. So I quite liked it, but I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a fashion. Maybe it's a fashion thing. Like it was very like wildlife friendly. So maybe it is like uh, garden designers saying, "Well, this is important. More, more important. Mm. You, the general public, maybe you need to think about your gardens a bit more like this." I don't know. Possibly. I know there's, there is a big movement to try and make our gardens more wildlife friendly. Um, but I also know there's people out there that don't really like it at the same time. Mm. For whatever reason. Not that they've got anything against the wildlife. It's safe prefer their gardens to look like a garden. Mm. Um, but you, it, pushing people into wildlife gardening is, it sounds like what the overriding theme is trying to do. That's what I. That's what I'm feeling. That's what I. What's the yeah. feeling I've got? But um. But there you go. Yeah, yeah. So just since Stuart Jackson's part comment, if we didn't have fences between houses, people would have to talk to each other. That would be novel. 
true. Uh, I mean, I don't know that feeling because we've got low fences around our area, so I'm always talking to my neighbours. So, yeah, I'm a yeah, I, my neighbours have a dog. I don't want that coming into my garden to get my chickens. We'd have to jump quite high, I'd say. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Um, yeah. So, thanks for calling him. No worries. You Probably have a good maybe, one. Maybe next time we see you, you might have a shave. Maybe you might not have. We'll see. We'll see. If it goes, you know I've upset Amanda. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I'll chat to you later, dude. See you later. Much love. Bye-bye. Uh, fantastic. Mr. Richard Suckett there. bestdaysvintage.co.uk are another sponsor of the show. Look good and feel good. I, I still don't know if that's their actual tagline but it's definitely what they're going for if you want to look good at maybe out in the garden maybe just going into town because we're going to be allowed to do that we are allowed to do that but you know what i mean proper uh then bestofinish.co.uk is the best place to go to get your i think the young people call it garms yeah garms um, also, at the same time, if you hit them up on the website, you put in your email address for their mailing list. Not only do you get 15% off, you also get a weekly well-being and fashion um, email into your inbox to make you feel good. Put a smile on your face. Have a little cheeky video on there, maybe. Uh, they're doing amazing things, Best Age Vintage. Um also for young people and mental health. I think they've got such a great message uh, for that. They've just got their new counselling area in their uh, shop. They're fundraising at the moment to try and provide um, free counselling to young people. Uh, So just do hit up their website, bestdaysvintage.co.uk and thank you to them for supporting the podcast. So many calls coming in tonight. Uh, we've got so much. I'm really enjoying tonight, uh, peeps, on the show. I hope you're enjoying this on the podcast too. If you are, uh, go review the show. Please do go rate and review. It really does help um, other people see it. Five stars only, guys. Five stars only. Uh, put five stars and just say brilliant. That's it. Full stop. Brilliant. That's all we need. Uh, if you're enjoying uh, the podcast, and let me know. Let me know on the old uh, social medias, everybody, on social medias. Stu says, did Hampton Court sell handbags? Probably. I didn't look at the handbags. I didn't look at them. Uh, he also says, oh, it's just Melvin Spring Show. Uh, parking is free, and you've got loads of space to walk around. I've, you're right. The parking is free at Malvern, which is fantastic. The biggest difference has to be with Malvern and Hampton. I do understand why they do charge for parking. It's probably because they want people to either walk in or get public transport because it is in it's such a busy area of London. Um, there's not loads of parking spaces. So uh, I do understand that there's a need for that. Um, he also says, a class five ch- told last week, if we don't have insects, humans would be dead in four years positive comment um, probably not something i'll stay on stage at the weekend 
But uh, it's true. We talked about it the other week uh, on the podcast about bees. That um, without pollinators, we'd be in trouble, team. We'd be in trouble. He says, it's for those of us that can't afford robot lawnmowers, plastic grass rules. You're not getting me today, Beddoes. You're not getting me on a you're not getting me on a plastic gra- you're not getting me on a plastic grass rant today. I know we tried, you know, I know we tried to. Um I think they're trying to promote more wildlife by growing the way they do. Yeah. I think I think they are, Liz. I really do think they they're doing um, the good things. Some of the guns were amazing, right? Some of them. A good few of them. Let me let me try and get some of these up. I had this on the screen before we had issues at the start of the show. Um, RHS Hampton Show Gardens. I'm going to try and get this on screen for you. Uh, for you guys on audio, I'm going to try and describe some of the gardens because honestly, I had some great ideas. I want to sh- I want to try and tell you the ones that really stood out for me um, at the show this year. Let's have a little look. Uh, you can call, still call in, everybody, if you fancy it. 0742 The phone line is open. Drop me a comment if you fancy or hit the link in the description and you can come on to the show. Um, got about 15 minutes left of the show tonight. So I wanted to show you this, everyone, uh, and show you some of my favourite gardens from the show. Obviously, the allotment area was great because I, what I didn't say to Suggs earlier was that there was... A, a, some amazing people there for starters showing off what they've done um i didn't go and speak to them but it's a lovely little couple right i don't know if they were a couple they might not have been but they obviously were part of an allotment and they were just so excited there were some schools about so excited as to tell the schools about um about just gardening just really enjoying themselves i loved it i just loved i loved just people watching and just seeing what they were doing it was great um, one of the good, great gardens that I really loved um, was down memory lane for the very reason, everyone, for the very reason, for the incredible, um, the incredible little greenhouse that was just made of, I don't know how to describe what it's made of, but almost like bits and bobs that can be the only way. Like old windows and old doors and just things that had been almost salvaged. It just looked beautiful. It was obviously you'd been used a greenhouse, but I thought you put a couple of chairs in there, put some plants about. Lovely little summer house. <laughs> but it's just so cute. Uh, that's one of the reasons I loved it. It wasn't a massive garden as well. There's quite a few of these smaller gardens um, for the show gardens. Um, but down memory lane was one of them um, that I really, really enjoyed. Uh, I really loved it. Mainly for that little greenhouse. I'll be honest with you. Mainly for that little greenhouse, um, yeah, made of recycled materials. Sucks. It was it's really nice. Um, so that was one of the highlights that I enjoyed. I did get a photo of that one. Sucks for you. Um, then going through, let's just have a little through. Yeah, we'll come to that one in a second with the plane. I don't want to really mention the plane too much, but we're going to have to come to it a sec. There's a f- few that I didn't massively stand out as he quietly 
looks through the gardens. Some of them I can't actually remember. Here we go. This one I do remember. This one I was talking about. Who was I talking about? I was talking about this earlier with Stu. Might have. The Fashion Footprint Garden. This one I got. Obviously, I love the greenhouse in the other one. But this one, I got so many ideas about. So let's just quickly say what. Um, so basically, designed by Baz. Baz. His name is Baz. Wicked. Okay. So basically, at the front, at lots of wildflower, um, wild planting, which I love, really love. In fact, I'd love this in my garden. Then it had like a, a, a sunken seated area with not gravel, but buttons, which I thought was such a nice idea if you can get that many buttons. And then it had screening around the edges, which was made of denim, which I really liked. But I, at the same time, like I had a little um, pergola bit as well which i really liked but i did think is that gonna last in the weather probably not but it looked really effective like a zigzag screening uh and then they just had these two pools of water water at the front and to bring water into a garden i think changes everything like i just love it so much because you're sunken amongst it i just feel like I don't know, like being sunken into a garden makes you the same height as the plants around you. It just makes a big difference. Um, let's see if I can go through some of the pictures. Yeah, look, you can see, or the people who are watching, I should say, uh, you can see those steel water, um, water, water features. I like that. I think I mentioned the other week when Suggs was talking about fish in the ponds. This is exactly the sort of thing I'm thinking of building um, in my future garden. Um, so that was really nice. That one was called the Fashion Footprint Garden. Um, we're not going to look at the plane yet. We're going to come to that. That might have to be the last thing we talk about today. We'll come to that in a second. Um, so that one's really stood out. And this is what I'm saying. Like, There's some amazing gardens here, right? And and like my opinion is going to be different to other people's. Like, don't get me wrong, sure. But that one and the greenhouse one. Hmm. And there was another one. But what is it? The Viking garden was nice. Like I did like the Viking Garden one. He had a lovely little, um, brush. Oh, yeah, a nice little kitchen area which I quite liked. Nice seating area. Planting was quite nice. It was a big garden. It was a big garden. We're talking like big, like probably slightly unattainable. Like that fashion footprint one, slightly more attainable. Some nice ideas like you could probably take away again a lot of water, um, water in this one, which I've not shown you yet. There is a lot of water in this one, um, a nice seating area. But I really love and I really, really want to build one an outdoor kitchen. Obviously, the other one is quite um, fancy. I don't know if I'll be able to do that one, <laughs> but um, 
but really nice. And this pagoda thing, really effective. Just as a shade, obviously it's not going to work. It's like a, I don't know how to describe it on the podcast, but we need to go and look at it. It's the Viking, I can't actually pronounce that, Fruitilive Garden. But to have an outdoor kitchen is like the absolute dream for me. Um, so we can build that. Get ready for a podcast soon, guys, where I'm building an outdoor kitchen. Get ready for that podcast. Where we design that together. Um, you know, it gave ideas, but I just thought it maybe a little bit out of reach. Like the other, some other ones probably reached out a little bit more to me. Uh, and another garden that I've got to give a shout out because I know Stephanie, I know um, uh, Sarah Venn as well had a big part of it. I'm sure there's a massive team uh, involved in it. But the RHS No Dig Allotment Demonstration Garden, uh, I just loved it. Like, honestly, to think sometimes that when you walk in, especially this one, you walk into it, you almost forget that this is not going to be here in a few weeks' time. Like After this, this is all going to be taken down and moved. Like I walked through it as if it was just a normal allotment. Um, really impressive. And, you know, no dig garden. Um, I was about to say it's quite become quite a big thing. I don't know. Maybe people talk about it a lot more. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, it's been talked about at an RHS show, so it must be good. Um, but the plants are just obviously all vegetables, but maybe too perfect. I don't know. I, I mean, I know I get it, it's a show garden, so maybe should have to. <clears throat> maybe I should think that. But what I would like to see was one. One, this was an RHS show, RHS garden, so I don't believe uh, you're allowed to get a a medal for it. I don't think you get get a medal for the feature gardens, okay? So maybe I would like to see the vegetables be a little bit rough and ready. Maybe I wouldn't like to see such neat rows. Um, that's a criticism, if I have to find one with it. Because it wasn't going for medal. So I'd like to see something looking a bit more real, especially as it was probably the only, the biggest allotment garden there um but it's good i think it's really it's a really nice thing to have there for no dig to um to be like promoted talked about and discussions to happen and so uh i mean Sug says he'd love to do it we just don't think i have the time to dedicate to it oh he says that about <laughs> in the in the comments though right so it says, Suggs, we should do a show garden with edibles. And then he's saying, we've not got enough time. <laughs> and Beto says about the kitchen, odd enough keeping one kitchen clean. Never mind two. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's just an idea. I'm not saying it's, you know, I do want an outdoor kitchen, but maybe not to the size of, of that one. Um, I've, got to, I've got to discuss this at the end of today's show because... Because I'm, I'm, if you're not seeing it, you probably, you know, I don't know how I feel about this garden. I think the word is oh, pointless. 
<laughs> but then we are discussing it. So it's called Extinction. Uh, it's got a aeroplane amongst a cornfield with and outside crime scene. Do not enter. It's a it's a crashed aeroplane. Um. Yeah, it's a crashed airplane amongst a cornfield. <sighs> Not ideal, I'll be honest with you, uh, on the flight path to Heathrow, which was said by someone else. Um, the garden addresses a sixth mass extinction threat to our planet caused by our continued exploitation and destruction of its natural resources and ancient e- ecosystems. I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm not, I don't get it. Maybe that's the point. Like, but when I say I don't get it, like, I get, I get the point that we, I get the point that if we do something outrageous, it might get conversation started. The only thing is, right. I don't know if I can be bothered. <laughs> I, I think that it, I think it's so out. It's it's like I saw Ellen Mary and, and Michael Perry. And they said, "Have you seen the plane yet?" And I was like, "Nah, not yet." And I said, "Let us know what you think about it." And in my head, I was like, "Oh, it's going to be a crashed plane, right?" So, you know, I'm Lee Connie, skiing and gunner. I'm going to be like, "Yeah, love it. Like, push that." Perhaps they thought I was going to do that as well. When I was looking at it, I was a bit like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's some. I don't get it. <laughs> and it it hasn't made me want to look into it anymore. It hasn't made me want to look into what it what it's about. If anything, it's just I don't know. I don't know. It's just a crash plane. Like I get there must be a message about this, right? Something about the sixth extinction. I don't know what that is. This is, seems to be odd at a garden show. I thought it was odd at a garden show. But I'm guessing it got in some papers for a, a bit. I don't it looks like it's supposed to be thought probably. I don't well, if it is meant to be thought provoking, it didn't provoke any thoughts. I just thought, what's a crash plane? Worst bit about it. This got in the papers, right? And I heard about this. Someone came up to me and said, not going to believe what they've done. Is they got a load of kids here and made them pose at the back of the plane as if they were like stranded. And I thought, oh, that's a bit off. Four provoking, yeah, four provoking, mate. I think, I think it's about to say pathetic there. I think it's stupid. Like it's just too, it's just too extreme in it. I don't get it. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't want to give it any more airtime because I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> um. Well. Um. Wow, coming to the end of uh, end of today's show. Uh, 
can't believe it already. Uh, thanks so much, everyone's calls. Um, so overall, my overall review anyway of of uh, the Garden Festival, Hampton Court Garden Festival this year is um, really great. Like if you do, like this will go out on the Friday. If anyone that listens to this live, if you do get a chance to go to it over the weekend, then please do. But um, you know, as a for me, I know there was oh Garden's World live, whatever it was um, that we talked about. I know there was already that, but this feels like the first proper garden festival, like a big one, like a big. I get there's been some little, lovely little ones, but I really, um, I really feel like um, this is the first big one back. It felt exciting. It felt safe. It did feel safe, and um, and there was a lot to see. Like it was nice to, and some people was like, oh, "Why don't you take Instagram?" And I was like, "No, I just wanted to go there and enjoy it." I just wanted to go there and enjoy it, get some ideas. I did take some photos of bits that I liked the ideas of, and I thought well, I could use that. I could take that away. Like some of these massive gardens aren't meant to be totally chucked into your own garden. You're meant to take away little ideas. I think I could do that, but on a smaller scale. That's what I loved about it. Some great um, bug hotels by kids, which I really loved. Just kids around there um, showing it off. Very excited. The allotment area was a lovely little area to be about. So many people wanted to chat. I said, are you going to be able to wait? I said, yeah. It's like, wow. You chat to people all week talking about Grow Your Own. It's lovely. Great stages. Obviously, you uh, might have mentioned I'm on there 11 a.m. If you're coming Sunday, 11 a.m. festival stage. Get through those guys. If you're coming from Studgate, Right the other side, right, right in the other side of the showground. Eleven a.m. though, um, they're just being me, weren't they? Let's be honest. But it's the best show I've ever done. I'm so excited about it. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a digging stage. There's so many different floristry stages. So many different little stages. There is food there. It's it's gonna be a bit pricey. I'll be honest with you, it is a bit pricey for the food, but it is what it is, I suppose, if you want to get something to eat or a little drink. I'm trying to think what else is there. Show gardens. Obviously, you've got the the the, the shops and um, the people uh, selling some, some amazing stuff there. There's some not so good stuff, but, um, you know, pick what you want. And, uh, yeah, I thought I just had a great time. And... Uh, it's nice to nice to do a review again. We ain't done a big review for ages, and this was nice tonight. It was nice. Thanks so much, everyone. It's called. Cool, I really enjoyed tonight. I really enjoyed uh, talking tonight on the show. So it was lovely to have you all on. Um, should we rate it? I'll give it a, a quite a high one because it's a nine out of ten, maybe. Maybe a nine out of ten. I don't know. That's the mark for food. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, we won't rate it, but. Hampton Court flower shop seven quid though. Hang on, wait. I got this for free. I'm you know, I'm not made of money. Seven pound for a guide. But a really great show. Uh, Liz says uh, we enjoyed the show today. Oh, thanks, Liz. Uh, thanks for your help. No worries. Uh, I really loved tonight's show. Thanks so much, everyone. Um, right, uh, as we all know. Uh, that's Hampton Court Flower Show. But there's only one way. I think, did we miss an advert? We didn't talk about, um... oh, we 
didn't talk about the school's garden success plan, did we? Okay, doesn't matter because what I'm going to do is I'm going to see out tonight's show talking, uh, no, singing about the um, school garden success plan. Thanks so much to everyone that's called in tonight. Really appreciate it. Obviously, I'm going to sing it to the tune of three lines. I think it's great news for School Gardening. We're not creative enough. We're not positive. We, we, are, we are creative enough. We're gardening at school. We're gardening. We are gardening at school. We're gardening at school. We're gardening at school. We're gardening. We are gardening at school. We're gardening at school. We're gardening at school. We're gardening. We are gardening at school. We're gardening at school. We're gardening at school. We're gardening. We are gardening at school. If you really want to garden at school, Skinny Jean Gardeners made the school garden a success plan. Yeah, it's great for you and the teachers. All of the kids get all of the tools and all of the seeds. That really helps them and it's teacher support. When the teacher's got a question, we've got a team behind the scenes that is there to help them. You can garden throughout the years, you get free lessons all year a month for you to do. And there on video, a lesson plan, ooh, and a risk assessment, to ooh, 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 ooh. And we're all gardening, oh, we're gardening at school. With the gardening success plan, you can find out more. SkinnyGeneGardener.co.uk forward slash school success. Gardening has done it. Yes, at school. It's as seamless as for an advert. It's a school garden success plan. Go check it out. But this weekend. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. We are uh, going to bring football home. I'm going to be back on live, everyone, uh, for the next few weeks. Thursday, 7 p.m. I'd love to see you uh, and love to hear from you.
Good luck, England. See you next time. You're beaming positivity and radiance. You look amazing, mate. <gasps> what just happened? Hey, mate. Or, right? I love singing, right? So I could be a singer, you could be a back and dancer. Band. Oh, my God. Oh, I know this. Oh, guys. Right. Oh, my God. Oh. Right, we're just going to have to go off script for a second. Absolutely idiot proof. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Danny! Forget it. Get out of here. That was unexpected.